Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN. You were presented by Progressive Insurance. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the Seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. And that is right. We are right in the middle still of the KJM 10K a day giveaway. We're not in the middle. We're at the end. Well, we're not at the end yet, Jay. We have well, today seventh. and tomorrow and, and Wednesday. The next day. It's yeah. the last day. Okay. All right. But the point is we're still doing it. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Get in now while it's hot. Ah, oh, you're creating yeah. urgency. Sense of demand. <laughs> $2,500 an hour. 10 past every hour. You give you the winning word. You text it to 777 and you're entered for your chance to win $2,500. we have given away $172,500 so far. And we're joined now. By Rex Ryan, ESPN NFL analyst. What's up, Rex? How you guys doing? Did you guys miss me last week? Of course. I thought you did. But you know what I <laughs> Wait, did? Uh, I was at Qatar. I was watching our fellow countrymen beat uh, Iran, you know, mm-hmm. as they say, Iran. Iran. I heard him say the whole time they're singing, Iran. Wait, you went? Iran. You, oh, yeah. I was really? there. Yeah, I was there. How and was I it? heard him. It was, it was fantastic. It really was fantastic. But at the end of the game, I, I went to, I go, how come you guys are quiet? How come, where's the, you know, as we're going back out, I'm going, Iran, Iran. <laughs> I think I ticked off everybody, but either way, it was great to watch our guys win. You know what I mean? It was fun. Go Team USA. And then we lost. Just let you know. Yeah, Coach. Wow. Where it goes. Coach, the uh, Josh Allen. Oh, if only we can get past Patrick Mahomes. Can Justin Herbert even make the playoffs? Lamar Jackson's got to figure out how to beat Patrick Mahomes. All the young guys. Joe Burrow's never lost to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Beat him in the AFC Championship game. Beat him last year. Beat him again this year. Why do the Bengals have the Chiefs number? It's it's all about the matchups. And when you have a defensive coordinator from Kansas City that all he wants to do is play man coverage, I mean, he changes it up too. But they what play way too much Rex? man. They play spags. He plays way too much man. They Here's the thing I know for sure. You can't cover T. Higgins man for man, and you darn sure can't cover Jamar Chase man for man, and you're playing man against the best man-throwing quarterback in the league in Joe Burrow. Makes no sense. I, I, I was not surprised by the outcome. I picked the Bengals in this uh, yesterday, and it just the, it's a horrible matchup. And then defensively, you've got to be able to rush the passer for four quarters against Patrick Mahomes. And they have – the Bengals don't have the depth other teams do, but they have two guys that are in phenomenal shape, you know, and they're two defensive ends. So that's what you got to do. It's a bad matchup for Kansas City, and it's going to be a bad matchup the next time they play too. You know, that, that that's what I was telling the guys. I've uh, been saying that to them, Rex. It's it's not about Joe Burrow, this or that. It's a bad matchup. When they got three guys across the board and you don't have three corners – that can cover down, and you have to pick and choose, okay, well, I'm going to play zone, but you got a boy that can slice in the zone in the middle there, make a few catches. you got a big body T. Higgins that can do the same thing. Jamar Chase is more of a man-to-man type receiver who can run away from people, stop on a dime, give some change, and start right back up. The problem that they have is basically just like you said, when you sit back in man-to-man and you don't have the guys that can do that, you're going to get exposed, and that's exactly what happened is they got exposed. Yeah, they're, they're lining up like they got Willie Brown and D- Darrell Revis and, you know, Deion Sanders out there. You don't have them, and, and that's what it takes to cover those guys. Jamar Chase, like there there's some of these receivers in the league, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, so the guys like that, nobody can cover them man for man, nobody. And 
when you stick, when you're out there and doing those things, I'm like, forget it. You're going to lose this game. Where do you think the Bengals rank in the AFC? Well, when uh, yesterday I put them in my final four because you know that was the college deal, and I have them in the final four, not in the AFC, but in the entire NFL. So we'll see. I, I, right now they are so dangerous to me because they're getting their guys healthy. Look, Joe Mixon never even played. So they got P, you know, the the uh, uh, the number running back tw- number twenty four. I think yeah. he was yeah. twenty four or thirty. Yeah. yeah, and so P P Ryan or whatever. Um, <laughs> but both of them are good backs, and so now now you got more depth. Your offensive line is getting better each week. This is going to be a tough match. I mean, this group right here is going to be a handful against anybody they play. Are the, are the Niners are the Niners done in the NFC now that Jimmy G's not the quarterback? Yeah, you know, like like Key, I think this, like they're going to be okay. You know, we're talking about hey, now they're going to be just fine. Just fine doesn't mean you're going to win the Super Bowl. I think they're going to need Garoppolo at some point. I I don't. I mean, they're going to miss him. The kid did a nice job in relief in this game. And when you have the number one defense in the league, you'll have a chance as long as you protect the football. They have plenty of weapons. But I, I, I don't think – are they done as a Super Bowl, legitimate Super Bowl team? I, I think so. Now, I don't think they're done. They're, they're, they're clearly going to be in the playoffs, uh, and they may win, win a game. But I, I, I just don't see them – taking the, the, the long road over some of these other teams. Here's what I would say to that, Coach. I think it's a, it, the, if anything were to happen perfectly for the Niners, it happened perfectly. This isn't the last game of the season, right, going into the playoffs. So now you've got Jimmy G gone. They got a championship-caliber defense on display yesterday, as we saw, outside the long touchdown run by, by the uh, – I don't remember who it was, but the first play of the game, yep. and then Tyreek on a deep crosser. They really k- kept – the Niners, I mean, kept the Dolphins in check for the most part, harassed Tua all day long on one of the most explosive offenses in the league. With this, with, with the kid having the opportunity to now take over and got about five games to play before they hit the playoffs, he's going to get the experience. They're going to be able to understand, as you know, Rex, okay, we can't do this with him, but we can do this with him. Sort of kind of like the Jimmy G early on experiment where they got a solid defense and not asking him to do too much. And you know what the X factor is? And I know you know that dude, number 23. No question. That joker there? Yep. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I, once, the, I, once I, he gets going again for these next several games, the 49ers are going to be a tough out. Well, they just an, are. That's an interesting take because, I, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. I was actually impressed with, with uh, Purdy in this game. And what I was impressed with most was – Miami's not an easy team to look good against. And you're going to see all the, the pressure that they put up there. They put them all up there, and you've got to be able to make quick decisions, get the ball out of your hand quick, and the kid did that. So, to me, that was impressive. I just think is it, you know, I have a tough time believing you're going to win with a third-string quarterback. I, I, just, I just have a tough time believing that. No, I know you. you know? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but, but the reason I'm saying – they're going to be okay is because he's got time now, right? Yeah. Whatever little bumps are going to be in the road toward the playoffs, that could happen right now, and they can smooth out as they go. Speaking of lumps and bumps and smoothing things out, our boy Mike White over at the Jets. Is it his, is his, is it his job? Is, I know he lost to Minnesota, and but is it his now? quarterbacks. Yeah. I, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I, I don't think it's his job. I don't think he secured it yet. But when you put up 500 yards, it's pretty impressive. 
obviously they got to fix some of the red zone issues that oh, yeah. they had, but um, I'm impressed with their defense. I'm impressed with the fight of their football team. When they got down as many points as they did in that game and they fought the way they did, good things are going to happen to this football team. You know, heading down. You put that kind of effort in, trust me, this team is going to be there at the end. This kid needs to improve a little bit, you know, as, as the year goes on, making those intermediate to deeper throws. But I like the the competitive fire in this kid. He made a great quarterback sneak to score mm-hmm. where, they, where they said he didn't get in initially. Dude's competitive as hell. That whole football team is. And are they more competitive with him at quarterback than Zach Wilson? I think they are right yes. now. I, I think they are right now. But do you think we'll see Zach Wilson get another shot at it before the season's over? Jay, I'm not. I mean, I'm not sure. It depends on what goes on. They have some, you know, if there's some bumps in the road, and they feel good that maybe this kid has gotten his mechanics better. All that. Do they put him back in the fire? I'm not sure about it. Um, it's easy to sit back here and say, "No, why would you do that?" But that would be with the mindset that you've given up on him. I don't believe keep, Robert Sala and company have given up on Keep Zach that stat Wilson. up on the, on the TV. Look at that. Like, okay, most passing yards in Jets history in a single game without a TD. Now, you don't want to be on that list on the one hand. On the other hand, with Joe Namath and Ken O'Brien. Not yeah. bad company for Mike White. No, and the thing is, Barrio's got to catch that ball. Got to get a chance to win it. How do you drop that thing? Right. How do you? That thing's supposed to stick to your hands. <laughs> all it was was a, a, a all it was was a little stick route and hookup. Bam! It's a bang bang. You're supposed to Look catch at that. Wilson, exactly. Look at Garrett Wilson. The difference between oh. him and Zach with Zach Wilson and him with Mike White. Big difference. Yeah, this Garrett yeah. Wilson's absolutely legit and a guy that. The thing I'm, I'm impressed with most by him is the uh, the contested catch. Like this guy. Flat out will go fight it. Strong hands. I, I, I love he's this coming, guy. He's coming to the game with you for sure, Rex. He's oh, going to be right no there doubt. with Coach. you at the game, standing right there with you on the sideline. He got some fight in him. Hey, no Coach, doubt. Coach, it is 10 after the hour. Do you know what we do at 10 after every Money. hour? I, I giving know it sounds cash like, away. We're giving cash away 10 after every hour, mm-hmm. $2,500. Time for the winning word. Money. KJ and Max, 10K giveaway. And the winning word of the hour, which you text to 777 when you hear it, is special. S-P-E-C-I-A-L. Text special to 777 You might win $2,500. We're about to give, our way, uh, give away our $175,000. Maybe it'll be you who wins the $2,500. Can Jalen Hurts catch Patrick Mahomes in the MVP race? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. 
Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. It is that time on Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Key, you got your observations. I do, and I'm trying to find them. Let me tell you, while you're looking for them, not only about the KJM 10K a day giveaway, we're giving away $10,000 every hour. You listen for the winning word this hour. Wait, wait, we just switched it up. What's the winning of this hour? Was it special this hour? Yes. S-P-E-C-I-A-L, the triple seven triple zero. You're entered for your chance to win $2,500. Key observation is brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways you could save. Go ahead, Key. Pizza's all the same. Whether it's India anywhere, that's one of my observations. Never mind. But I found them. Uh, number, hit it, yeah. Number one. Number one is Jalen Hurts, still the MVP, right, in my opinion. He's taken over Patrick Mahomes as an MVP. You look at the, what he did yesterday. I mean, look, Tennessee was supposed to go in there, slow the game down, run the football, do all these sort of things, and make Jalen Hurts have to throw the football. Well, guess what? They made him throw the football, and he delivered. Not only did he deliver in the air, he also delivered on the ground. You can't tell me he's not going into this week as the leading candidate to be the MVP. But knowing Caesar Sportsbook, it'll be like Josh Allen one, two or two, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes three, and Hurts four. Number two. And number two on my list, Miami did exactly what I thought they would. They would go up against a solid defense in the San Francisco 49ers. They would take a long trip from the south all the way to San Francisco, and they would have a few stick plays that make you go, hmm, this offense is pretty good. Once things settle down, as I said, that defense will take over, and that's what they did. They harassed Tua all night long, and when you made him pull the ball down and have to look to three and four different wide receivers in a short period of time, he struggled. Now, that's not to say Miami's not making it to the playoffs or they're not going to do this or that. I think they still got a pretty good football team, but they ran up against the – top-notch defense, the number one defense in the National Football League, and this is the first real test outside of that Buffalo Bills game with a top defense, and they struggled. Number three. Green Bay's not done. They're still in it. The Green Bay Packers are still in it. Look, think about it. Especially now that you got the tie with the Commanders and the Giants, obviously the Falcons are still trying to clunk along. Uh, The Lions are clunking along. Seattle's right there in the mix to win the division. As far as that six or seven spot, I wouldn't just count Green Bay out just yet. Number four. Cincinnati Bengals, and James is going to hate this, but he understands it's the regular season, and the Bengals own the Kansas City Chiefs in the regular season. Although they did beat them in the AFC Championship game a year ago, sometimes your kryptonite is something that you have to figure out. And right now, it's Cincinnati for Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Their secondary 
trying to play man-to-man against this three-headed receiving monster in Boyd, Higgins, and Chase is very difficult. It's a bad matchup. Until Spagnola decides that he's going to mix coverages up, these are the results that you're going to continue to keep seeing, James. I hate to say it. Number five. And number five, the clock is a ticking on the Chargers. I know Joe Her- Joe uh, Justin Herbert, he's the guy. He's a this. He, could, he can't win. He's not winning the le- at the level that you – should be winning despite not having Williams in the lineup and having Keenan Allen, despite having a lead and then surrendering it to the Raiders and getting completely shellacked in the second half of the game. I don't know where it's going to end for the Chargers, but they are charging right now. I don't know what it's going to end for Brandon Staley, but something feels like a Sean Payton smelling is coming down the pipeline at some point in time if Brandon Staley doesn't get things turned around and find themselves in the playoffs. All right, wait, that was it. Those are five. One, two, three, four, five, if I'm counting correctly. So, guys. Uh... Guys, make a point off Keith's thing? Yeah. I don't know if you're going to tag with the line. Uh, Keith, it, with, with Brandon Staley, 6-6 six and six right now. So, next two games at home, Dolphins, Titans, right? Should probably go, you should, one of, you should at least win one of two of those games, right? If not, go 2-0 and oh at home, right? Well, what if you go 0-2 oh at home? Then he's, he should be done. And I mean, remember, six- remember, home ain't really home. That's true. If Miami Dolphins, believe it or not, their fan base, it, it travels weird. It, it's a weird little traveling fan base, it which is. means that they may have more fans in the damn stands than the Chargers. Chargers have always been that because- team, too, Key. Like, since San Diego's kind of, you know, <coughs> military town. It's transient. <laughs> they have a lot of other fans back then. Now that they're in L.A., still, that's a destination you could you could flood them with with Miami fans who are Miami has a, a sneaky national following. I'm just saying they're still right there in, in the wild card spots, right? So you look at this team: Dolphins, Titans, and at Colts, Rams, at Broncos. They should win those three games, right? So they're still right there in position, Keith. Oh yeah, no, they're they're. Yeah. In, I hear what you're saying, though. About they're Sean in Bates. position, yeah. But you're six and six. They didn't come into this year to be six and six right now. Twelve games in the season. Understood. And, and they've had some injuries along the way. But that they didn't anticipate losing to the Raiders, for crying out loud. Okay? They didn't anticipate uh, 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 being in this situation when they went out and got Khalil Mack and paid Jackson all the money to come over from New England. Uh, they just didn't – it wasn't something that they paid Derwin James, Mike Williams. They just didn't yep. say – they didn't Keith. say, oh, six and six, this is what we're looking for. I want to get to the Eagles, but real quick, guys, do you think Chargers fans, some of them, are rooting maybe to not make the playoffs so they get Sean Payton? Like, if I'm a Chargers fan, I might be thinking, we're not <laughs> no. going to win the Super Bowl this year like no. this. I, no, I want you, Sean Payton. You no, know, if I'm a Chargers they, but, fan, I want Sean Payton. And nothing well, against Staley, I just want can, Sean Payton. You can have both, but, right? <laughs> but what if they all of a sudden are in the playoffs and they get hot? So you not you right. don't want to. Well, that so makes my question that right stupid. Now, if that happens, right? if, only thing that comes out of this season good for them is making the playoffs and getting Sean Payton. Hey, that's right, Key. That's exactly right. And and if you get both, right, Jay, that might not be mutually exclusive, right? Wait, we think yeah, we made the playoffs. We no, think we I could ain't do saying more. getting both. I'm just saying draft status doesn't matter. Yeah. So yeah, losing yeah. games, yeah, 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 yeah. it's not gonna matter. Right. Right. Um. Here's the question, guys. We were asking this of the, of the Bills before the season, right? But in fairness, we were talking about top to bottom, the Eagles might have the best roster in the, NF, in the NFC. 
before the season started, right? A lot of people took the Cowboys. I thought, ah, look at that front to back, right? The Eagles kind of like a, a poor man's bills. Poor man's nothing. The Eagles have one loss on the season. And, Key, remember when I was like, I look at a team and I ask, is that a one-loss team? Nah, they're probably going to get popped here. Oh, the, the way they're beating the brakes off some good teams now, that uh, maybe they are a one-loss team. Can they run the table the rest of the way, the Eagles? They're, they're, they're a two-loss team. I believe they're going to lose to the Cowboys uh, in, in Texas Stadium. Uh, that's, what I, that's just my belief. But that's okay. They'll still hold the number one seed. And when you look at it, everybody wanted to know, Jay included, and bringing you in this, yes, I am starting problems with you. You wanted to see them play a good team. Well, they played the Tennessee Titans. And you don't think the Tennessee Titans miss A.J. Brown? I mean, it it is just ridiculous to see how Jalen Hurts has developed. I'm going to use that word because that's what people want me to say. They want to say he's developed as a passer. (laughs) You know, isn't it amazing that this dude is just ridiculously a dime maker at the passing position at quarterback? Well, A.J. Brown will find out about your quarterback. What you know is Tannehill is okay. But when when Jalen Hurts got him, he's an MVP-level player. Like, it's, it's stark. It's obvious. Well, he'll probably win the MVP if he keep on this pace. It's just the way, I mean, their defense is up to par. And, Key, you're right. I mean, one of the... The challenges you've had with the Eagles is that the, the the like the schedule, right, that they've had, like the competition, and that's something that people have been using against them. Like, there's no doubt for me that this team is a Super Bowl contending team. I I, I do think though, I I keep finding myself just advancing two weeks on the NFL schedule to the meaningful game of Eagles Cowboys though, because for, for me, like that, that's a that's a Super Bowl championship type game. Yeah, but they can't let their guard down, Jay. I, I understand. They can't you look can play teams they in front of you. Can't look that far in advance. They got to, you know, coaching yeah. speed. You got to play one yeah. game at a time. Blah That's blah blah. That's them. I'm telling you what it, I'm doing as a fan. But, like, to but see here's, what team. Here's why they are a Super Bowl caliber team. Because what do they do? That's extremely well. Is they play against bad teams and they beat them. But then when they play against good teams that people perceive as good, Minnesota's record, they beat them. They beat them down. Then you like, ah, well, Wait, who's that? You talking about the huh? Cowboys now? No, he's talking about. No, the, no, I'm the talking Eagles. about Philly, man. Kick, yeah, yeah. Stay, stay focused. I'm talking about Philadelphia well, because, because because Cowboys also shellacked the. You know, and then when you look at the what they did against Minnesota, right? Everybody's questioning Minnesota. Well, Minnesota just keeps winning. The record is what it is. Now you look at the the Eagles against the Titans. Oh, the Titans are gonna run the ball. They're gonna slam on the clock. They got Derrick Henry. They, they erased that immediately. That went away. Mm-hmm. Went away. You know, Jalen Hurts was. Uh, something like 40 or 29 for 380, three touchdowns, and he rushed for a touchdown. I mean, like, come on, man. If that ain't MVP-type stuff, if Patrick Mahomes did that same thing or if Josh Allen did that same thing, as they say, keep that same energy. I mean, I think keep Mahomes has had a better season so far. I, he's better than Hurts. I think he should be MVP right now, but it's not impossible that Hurts could win it. By the way, notice Jordan Davis gets back. Right? There's a reason they drafted him in the first round. Really? They're taking a D tackle? He gets back. All of a sudden, oh, Philly can't stop the run. They looked pretty good against the run last night or yesterday, didn't they? They looked pretty good with big old Georgia defensive tackle right in the middle. It makes a big difference. All right. What makes the Bengals such a bad matchup for the Chiefs? Dan Orlovsky joins us next. Key, if you could have just told us what makes them a bad matchup, we wouldn't need Dan here, but you refuse to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Presented by Progressive Insurance. 
Burrow wants to throw. Short pass. Caught at the five. Chris Evans into the end zone. Touchdown, Bengals. When you come to Cincinnati or when you play Cincinnati and you're the Chiefs, it's going to be a tough time to get a W. Our guys just made plays. You know, and and that's – we we just told our guys cut it loose. You know, there's no fear of failure in this building. We want to go be aggressive, go make plays. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, joined as we are on Mondays by Dan Orlovsky, ESPN football analyst. Good morning, Dan. What's up, bud? I mean, what's up is, and Key, and you will tell me all about the matchups and the receivers and this and that. All I know about this cat, Joe Burrow, gangster, <laughs> is when last seen in college football, he capped the greatest season in the history of college football yeah. with the greatest performance in a championship game in the history of college football yeah followed that the next time we saw him healthy on an nfl field he was walking into the super bowl in a mink and 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 jewelry right like the dude is just joe hey can josh allen can lamar jackson can just overcome justin herbert overcome patrick mahomes this dude's never lost to patrick mahomes yeah i think overall cincinnati's more, more more clutch football team right now than kansas city is and it's a bad matchup for kansas city the reality is this, the defense, defensive plan for Cincinnati is always a good matchup versus Kansas City, and then Cincinnati wants to play in the perimeter, and Kansas City allows you to defensively. I, I say this out of absolute respect and love and admiration for Patrick. I think Patrick's the best player in the NFL. So many teams right now are chasing, finding their Patrick Mahomes, and I think that teams are making a mistake doing that. Patrick's an outlier. You're, you're, you're not going to find another Patrick right now. If I was a young dad who had a kid playing quarterback or I was an NFL team, I would try to teach my kid to play the way Joe does or try to find mm. the next Joe Burrow. Athletic, but doesn't, but not, it's not going to blow you away like Josh Allen. Right. Read but it quick. Get the ball out fast accurately. Heart rate is here the whole time. Ridiculous anticipation. Great pocket movement and mechanics. I mean, if you watch him, he never takes two hands off the ball in the pocket. I think that's a lost art with quarterback play a lot of times. Um, ridiculous ball placement, understanding on this play, this is the way I got to play versus the defense. Just Patrick's such an outlier, and so many teams are trying to find the Patrick. And if I was a team, I'd try to find that Joe because I think it's more realistic to find a guy that might be like pretty good at that stuff and just harp on becoming great. Yeah, hey, at Zach it. Wilson, stop looking at Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Start looking at, at Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think if I, and my son's 10. I'm going to teach my son to play the way Joe does. No, no, no. You don't teach your son. Get some other quarterback to teach your son how to play. Don't you dare, Dan. Don't you dare. Hey, Danny. <laughs> you know I had to take a shot I was at well you. Oh, uh, no. You set it up. <laughs> you it right on. Boom. Where are the Bengals, though, dog? Are they, where are they in the AFC hierarchy? Are they Because I, I get it. Yeah. They beat Kansas City last year. Yay. I, they went to the Super Bowl, and they lost one throw away, and it, 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 Aaron Donald. I get all that Mac stuff. But where are they at right now today in the AFC? I mean, they're just as good, if not – they're just as good as both Kansas City and Buffalo. I think there's three elite. I would be shocked if two out of those three aren't in the AFC championship game teams, and that's Cincinnati, that's Kansas City, and that's Buffalo. The Dolphins are right into that conversation, so to speak, as well, but – here, here's the thing with, with Kansas City, or here's the thing with Cincinnati, Key. One, the quarterback. Yeah. Two, the perimeter players. Yep. Three, the I'm efficient enough in the run game. Their defense, we, we've talked about it on NFL Live, constantly changes. 
They got two ends in Hendrickson and Hubbard that are maniacal rushers. They're good in coverage. They got active backers. I mean, this is a really, really, and I think they're clutch. And and, and I think that they are a team that has a lot of confidence. Can they can they go into Buffalo though? Absolutely. Can they go go back into Kansas City? Absolutely. One of the things we're not hearing about, you don't hear anybody talking about the woes of Cincinnati's offensive line anymore. Well, they're. I mean, I think playing better. Well, here's the thing, too, Jay, because it's a fair point. Everyone was like, oh, my gosh, this unit stinks because quarterback play and offensive line play are often connected, and we don't talk about that enough. Joe missed all of training camp because of the surgery. The offensive line did not play a single snap in the preseason together, that group of five. So that takes time of, hey, I'm the right tackle and I'm the right guard, and we're getting a stunt with two twisting guys, and how are we passing it off? Where's the nonverbal communication? You know, our double team, how long are our shoulders going to stay connected on that double team when we're climbing up to a backer? Last yep. year we did it this way. This year it's a different guy. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, oh, quarterback, it's cover two. And instead of, you know, what you saw yesterday was so often quarterbacks, Jay, when we play against zone coverage, we read things low or deep to low, high to, high to low, far to short. Joe has realized with this offensive line, I don't care. I'm reading it short to, lo- short to deep. I'm going to get my snaps. Yeah. You, you know, I'm gonna, I'll get the ball out and make it second and six, second and five. Great. And that's helping the offensive line play better, you know? so The running game. The well, whole it's, game. All, it's all connected. It's all connected, those two things. No, you're totally, you're totally right about being able to be in sync together. Yeah. I remember when I used to have to, me and Jason Witten would have to go from the end to the back of scraping. And sometimes I'd take the end and hold him off, and he jumped to the backer, and sometimes right. vice versa. But we knew because we had practiced it, right. in, in, in depending on the team. And if we didn't practice it and we played against a team, all of a sudden we put it in and we start doing it, it slips away because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, okay, he's going to get him, mm-hmm. and he's thinking I'm going to get him, and all of a sudden the dude just blows by us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also too like what you saw, Kansas City, and this was my concern with Kansas City, like straight up, I have more – Faith and confidence that Cincinnati's defense can find a way to get a stop than I do Kansas City's. And this was my concern with Kansas City in the offseason was they're that team that who's their who's their elite pass rusher outside of Chris Jones? Who's their guy? Who's their pass rusher? Yeah, they I, don't I, really I don't know. Yeah, Cincinnati, don't really I know like Hendrickson. I, I know mm-hmm. Sam Hubbard, pretty darn good. Now, yeah. I just don't this know. This has been Kansas City the whole time is can Mahomes overcome? Can the defense bend but not break and Mahomes be incredible, and who's their, right? Who's that's their guy the whole, that's in, been the whole thing. In coverage, well, who's their I, guy? I can tell you, Dan, I know who's San Francisco's guy <laughs> at pass rushing. I can certainly oh, tell Bosa. you that. Yeah. But no question about it. San Francisco will be with just fine, Key. I know. I, what do you think, though, uh, in terms of Tua's performance yeah. yesterday yep. outside of the first play of the game? Yep. Outside the first play of the game. What do you think about that performance? Uh, I think you walk away if you're Tua in Miami and you go, that's not us. That's not who we've been and that's not who we're going to be. I think I have to say this about San Francisco's defense. And, Key, you know I talked about this on live last week. Tua's the best in the NFL using his eyes. Yes. What, what San Francisco did was not listen to them, not pay attention to them, mm-hmm. not respect the tricks. You know, Tua's great with, like, I'm looking to my right, but I'm only looking to my right for a specific thing, and I'm hitching my body because I know I'm opening up something to the left. Fred was phenomenal. Warner was phenomenal. Like, I'm not, do- I'm not going there, Tua. I know that you're looking first to try to move me. You know, that first look, they didn't pay attention to. So San Francisco was great with that. But I think, like, if you watched, there was like nine minutes to go in the third quarter, and I had looked up after watching the tape, 
and looked at my notes, there were four drops and five uncharacteristic misses. Not misses where you sat yeah, there and why, go. Why, I was going to ask you about that. Why Why was his balls high yesterday, though? Yeah, like, he, he I, threw a lot of high balls. Yeah, I, I think that I'm because a little bit of like <laughs> – a little bit of uh, trying to force balls into windows, trying to force some throws over coverage because they didn't listen. The window wasn't as big as it has been yeah. this year. Um, nerves. I mean, they hit him a little bit early on. I, 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 don't, I don't walk away going, oh, Tua got exposed. You know, I just sit there and you go, that's not us. That's not what we've been. That's not who we are. And that, that, that's like an encouraging thing for me if, if you're Miami. Can you say it louder for the people in the back that they, you don't feel like Tua got exposed? You just feel like that's just a – No, it's okay. also – I'm it, just making sure that you know, we're clarifying. Honestly, you know what I was – Yeah, I don't, think he, I don't think um, he got not, exposed. Not you, I don't not think you, he got exposed You know what I was either? thinking about watching that game, though? All those people that were on TV this past week going, well, the 49ers defense is good, but they haven't played anyone. Well, I mean, you know, you know, they, they, right? They, they, oh, they played the New Orleans Saints. They played, uh, who was it? They played the Arizona Cardinals. They played the Rams. Are you out of your mind? I'm like, it doesn't matter. They're if they're doing everything right, just, just like Dan the said, they were not people. worried about Tua's eyes. They yeah. did everything right. And by the way, Tua has put enough equity in. He got enough money in the bank this year that he's reached the level this year at least right now where yeah. one bad game, everyone has a bad and game. I everyone honestly, has one or two bad games. He's entitled to a bad game. I don't game. think Tua played poorly. Ah, uh-huh. I don't. I think that one interception is mm-hmm. a miscommunication. I think the other interceptions, a poor throw, but like it could hit the ground as well. Again, four drops. Four drops. Yep. Now, I, just, I don't walk away. The, game, the, yeah. the, the first interception by Ward was a hell of a play. Yeah, he but dove over the top. Yeah, the and other the, one the, slipped the, through the hands, and Diamador Lenore did what he was supposed to do, right. which catch a deep ball. Yeah, he, he threw a couple p- passes that I was like, "Come on, man, you're gonna get that dude ribs exposed." Other than that, he did okay. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't, did, I don't walk away fine. going. I don't walk away. I, I don't. I'm not concerned about Tua at all. I thought he played fine. Congratulations to Dan Orlovsky on UConn making a bowl game. Let's go to Myrtle Beach. Yeah. UConn, yeah. Myrtle Marshall Jones? and Myrtle, Myrtle Beach. Beach. Bowl. That's Put right. it all over Is that Marshall. the first bowl game in like 30 years or something? Same, yeah, it's the same length of time as the USA. No, Did the college like football we playoff committee get it right? years ago, man. Leave us alone. Did the college football playoff <laughs> committee get it right? Why Just did don't Ohio coach State your son. Make it over Alabama. We're about to get into all that, Dan. Thank you. As they always. had to. Yeah, yeah, of course. They had to. We're going to get into it. Be good. Good luck with Key today, guys. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. And when you hear Shook Ones Part 2 by Mob Deep, of course you know you're about to hear Paul Feinbaum, host of the Paul Feinbaum Show, because he personally requested this of our Alan Yates. He said, yo, Yates, check this out, man. Yo, when I come on KJM, yo, you got to play that Mob Deep, son. Hit me with a shun, too. He hit him, he hit him with a shun, right, Sh- Paul? Shun, He's shun. like, yo, shun, yo, I got to hear Shook Ones Part 2, son. There it is. The Paul Feinbaum Show joins us. By the way, Paul is brought to you by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. Paul, let's start right out of the gate. Did the college football playoff committee get it right? They did. They really had two important decisions to make, Max. They had to determine who was number three or four. One and two was self-evident. And what they did was kept... TCU at three. Why? Because they played a conference championship game after an undefeated season, went into overtime, and then they tried to figure out what to do with Alabama and Ohio State. And in some ways, they made that decision the previous week when they ranked Ohio State over Alabama, neither playing in the conference championship game. The only thing that came up over the weekend, other than carnage everywhere, was uh, Nick Saban going uh, everywhere to campaign. He went on the Fox halftime show that's not even the the network that broadcast the sec campaigning there he went to espn i'm sure he probably called all three of you at home uh and he failed to move the committee members when you look at this these matchups out of the four teams in the two matchups which one intrigued you the most paul Keyshawn, I think it's the second one on New Year's Eve, and that's Ohio State and Georgia. We know about Georgia, but what do we know about Ohio State? They just caught, they came off one of the most embarrassing losses in Ryan Day's tenure there, and they're, they're, they had to sit around and watch and stew, and you can relate to that better than, than most of us, you know, what it's like to, to be humiliated and have all, everybody on, on the national stage say you don't belong in, and now they have an opportunity. Uh, and quite frankly, uh, I think they're in a really interesting spot uh, on You're New Year's Eve against Paul. Georgia, which to me is the best. You've never You're been not... there before, have you? You're not, You're not slick. I heard you say that. I got – Look, Caleb Williams got hurt on Friday night, okay? If he didn't get hurt, we win that it's game. It's okay, no, team no, no. excuses. You know. It's okay. Uh, Paul, I, I, I do want to say this, I, though. Coming off, coming off getting blitzed in Columbus by Michigan, if they get blitzed by Georgia, what do you think is going to happen with Ryan Day <laughs> at Ohio State? Yeah, great question here because of this reason. I, I said last week to some people – yeah, let's let's slow down on the hot seat conversation because of the loss to Michigan next year. He can undo that, perhaps. 
he got a gift and he's also got uh, he got something that he may not really have wanted because if, if the same thing happens, then I think the hot seat talk starts early. And I don't mean hot seat in terms of firing Ryan Day. His resume is, is exemplary, but just in terms of is he is he the right coach? Can he can he get this thing heading in the right direction on the biggest stage? Ohio State's not about beating Maryland and Northwestern. It's about competing and winning national championships. He's he's had one shot uh, against Alabama a couple of years ago, only lost by 28 points. He's been in the playoffs uh, as as well the previous year. But at some point, you have to do it at Ohio State. You can't sit around. And this this is his moment, I think, to just scrape away uh, the bad feelings of the last two years. Paul, let's go back to Friday night. USC plays Utah. Okay, sure. No, I, I don't care about the game. I want to ask you about Caleb Williams, though. Caleb gets hurt in the game. Okay. He tries to fight through it. Is he still, in your mind, going to take that Heisman Trophy? I think he is, and I was hoping you would help me because I haven't uh, voted yet. I, I really wanted to wait it out. I, I felt Friday night uh, in the first half it was unanimous. By, by, by the end of the game, I, I still felt like he deserved it, and I really didn't see anything over the weekend that changed my mind. Stetson Bennett played really well. Uh, he's, he's built a brilliant resume, but you understand what this award is about. It's the most outstanding player. Uh, and, and I think he has been the most outstanding player. You, you, you tell me this, Keyshawn, where would SC be without Caleb Williams? Well, we wouldn't be nearly – We first of all, we wouldn't have been in, in the conversation of the Final Four, that's for sure. Um, no. It, at all. And, and look, in the game, he got hurt. The game completely changed when he couldn't use his legs and run around and do magic like Patrick Mahomes. There's no question about it. I just didn't know – if for some reason somebody did enough over the weekend to surpass him? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I, I, right now, and you know, we're not allowed to, to reveal our ballots, although I'm going to tell you, uh, short of uh, you know, something bizarre happening, I would vote for Caleb Williams. I, I think he deserves it, uh, and quite frankly, uh, I think he'll win it. Yeah. Paul, real quick, okay. what do you think about Michigan and, and the job Coach Harbaugh has done with his team and J.J. McCarthy? Phenomenal. Uh, it's it's just hard to believe conversations we were all having two years ago, mainly me, about why he needs to go. Um, and you know, he he it's a it's a really great lesson, Jay Will. And I know you talk about a lot about this on uh, on your podcast and on your NPR show uh, about overcoming uh, the odds of when everyone in the country thinks you're 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 wrong. Mm. And quite frankly, he did that. They, they slashed his salary. Uh, they run. They would have fired him had it not been COVID. Uh, and and look at the last two years. It's been absolutely brilliant. Paul, real quick, ten seconds. Did Colorado do the right thing with Dion? They did. Now the question is, did he? Uh, they've got uh, they've got a seminal hire there. Uh, I think it's a really tough job. But but I do believe Dion is off to a phenomenal start. But can he get the players there? That's ultimately the question. Yeah, he'll dig. Prime will get guys there. That's, you know, the question is how long is he going to be there for me? Paul Feinbaum, host of the Paul Feinbaum Show, the great Paul Feinbaum, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Paul. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. Much more coming up. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.